we just constantly want to iterate and, and be um, that go-to resource. And if you need something that we don't have, please let us know. And, you know, we want to solve that. So we're constantly asking for feedback. It always helps us. Three, two, one, zero. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Rogue Creators, the podcast really dedicated to those doing some different things in the marketing world. Yeah. My name is Brian Fitton. I'm here with Lauren Lewis. Hey. Hey. And we have a special guest on the show today, Miss Jared Nally from uh, Leisure List. How are you doing, Jara? I'm great. How are you guys? So good. So good to have you on the show. Um, and you are a fellow podcaster actually here in Northwest Arkansas. So it's always fun to have other podcasters on uh, to understand the the woes of the technical sides of recording anything <laughs> in this digital yeah. world that we live in. We're just having those conversations before. Uh, but we are so excited because Leisure List does so many amazing things. Uh, and really, I, I'm not going to steal the thunder, but uh, I was turned on to you guys, I guess, several years ago. Um, when I had a friend of mine that actually worked, uh, a friend of a friend that worked for you guys and, and, uh, told me about it. And obviously it's opened up all kinds of really cool things when it comes to anything you can eat, see, and do, uh, in mm-hmm. the, the area and, and also, um, beyond that. So we're really excited for you to walk through what you guys do and especially even the podcast as well. But, uh, before we get into all of that, we like to start with something fun, right, Lauren? We do. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Uh, yeah. Each week, we like to start our podcast off with, what are you obsessed with this week? So, Jared, what are you obsessed with? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I'm currently obsessed with actually a local home baker. Um, her name is Sips and Sweets on Instagram and her real name is Hannah Dunn, but she is this amazing local baker moved here from Hawaii. She does these, um, like sample boxes of just amazing desserts. And she's actually making our, um, desserts for our rehearsal dinner for our wedding. Um, that's coming in about a week. And she very sweetly, um, I am newly dairy free, which was not a thing when we were first planning our wedding. And this past weekend, um, she dropped by our house and dropped off four of these like dairy free oatmeal cream pies that she made specifically for me and said, I've been testing them. Want to make sure you like them before the rehearsal dinner and just wanted to make sure you like them. And we are obsessed with them. Even my fiance snuck like two or three of them at night later that night. <laughs> and said, I don't miss the dairy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that is my current obsession. She's just all things amazing dessert and just the the sweetest person. So, yeah, sips and sweets is my current obsession. Nice. That's great. Yeah. And congratulations. Obviously, Thank too, you. on that. That's super exciting. A little stressful, uh, but uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very exciting stuff. That's awesome. Well, Lauren, what about you? What are you obsessed with this week? So mine's really random, but it is the seasons of pumpkins. Okay. Pumpkins are upon <laughs> us. And uh, one of the things that I actually really enjoy is pumpkin seeds. I know, it's random, but... <laughs> It brings it back to you. I days. have roasted pumpkin seeds in my pantry too. I'm with you on this. Oh, yeah. good. Because yeah. Ryan's just staring at me crazy. Yeah, I am not a f- <laughs> Sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds, any, I'm just not a fan, but that's so, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We <laughs> used to carve pumpkins when I was a kid and I was not really into the carving part, but it was because we would scoop out those seeds. Yeah. My mom would put olive oil and sea salt and she would roast those and put them in a jar where we could just snack on them. 
And it just brings back all the fun Aww. memories of that. And so nice. I had some bag of sunflower seeds, or not sunflower, pumpkin seeds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got me on sunflower I seeds did, now. I did, I did. Um, and it's just brought back all the good memories. So it is something that I also didn't realize that they're not that great for you. Really? Oh, I would have assumed that they would. Yeah, I had this app where I like log all my meals and everything. And it was like in the red category. And I was like, wow, I need to stop eating so many pumpkins. 2,000 calories per right. serving. Or something. It was like, I guess in moderation. I don't know. <laughs> everything in moderation. Well, including sure, seeds. but you didn't really think pumpkin seeds. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's awesome. Uh, okay, I'm going to go show related. Okay, okay. awesome. Uh, so I've been watching thir- The Third Day. It's on HBO. It's um, now I completely lost the name of the actor, but uh, he is. Uh, oh goodness, I can see his face. But it's it's basically a kind of horror suspenseful type show. It's a little mini series that they've done. Um, and I'm gonna name. I'm gonna figure out the actor when we're halfway through the interview, and then I'm sure. gonna be like, oh, that was his name. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it's been really good. It's like very suspenseful and kind of driven, and has this like kind of psychedelic feel to it cultish feel it's like it's a british show as well and so it's kind of i always enjoy like seeing different cultures and people obviously talking a different way yes oh what's jude law i know i kept thinking <laughs> a for some reason but uh jude law yeah and he's actually really good in it too so it's uh it's been very intriguing uh i want to check this out weird twists and stuff <laughs> yeah it's not like Horrible, like gory. It's not anything. It's just more suspenseful okay. kind of stuff. So uh, anyway, it's been really good. I still I haven't finished it yet. So if it's terrible at the end, I'll give you guys an update. Okay, but, thanks. Uh, yeah. Right now we it's going pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> yeah. love all things British. Like I'm, I'm with you on that. Great British Bake Off is my obsession. See, so. that's her yeah. too. We actually I recently that was her obsession like two uh, two weeks ago. Brian and Abigail in the I studio mean, were like enough about the British baking show. I love it. <laughs> So much. Like I actually, I have a VPN that I trick my computer into thinking it's in the UK and I watch it right after it airs in the UK. So I don't get any spoilers from Instagram. It's that's terrible so how obsessed I am. I watched it last night. You are, you've gone full blown. Like if you're getting a VPN just to mm-hmm. make sure that you, that is hilarious. Yes, that's awesome. I'm a super fan. Like crazy and it it does hit netflix now on friday of the week it airs like the current episode it did not used to be like that you used to have to wait like three months for a new season Mm -hmm. so i got the vpn initially for that and now i'm just (laughs) impatient so i use the vpn now so funny (laughs) see i'm not alone in this The one thing I do no, love you about are not. It, the uh, the actor, the the main guy, no, no, yeah. So he was in the IT mm-hmm. crowd, which I don't know if you ever watched the IT crowd. And then also, uh, he was old Greg from like the weird miniseries of their stand up stuff. Yeah, so I'm going deep on that too. That's the only <laughs> thing I know about the great British Bay guy is the weird actor. So, but anyway. All right. Yeah, we're gonna have to have a whole whole other show about this year. I mean, seriously. Yes, this is awesome. I know. Okay, I can talk Great British Bake Off all day long. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay, Lauren, get us back on track. All right. So, Jared, give us a rundown about how Leisure List came to be and what's the vision behind Leisure List. Yeah. So it's a very weird way that it came to be actually. So, um, prior to working on leisure list, I actually worked at Walmart in recruitment marketing. So, um, Walmart corporate, like part of my job was helping the recruiters basically sell the area of why you should move here, 
why you should like move from San Francisco to Bentonville, Arkansas that you may have never heard of and come work for Walmart, for instance. That was a very popular conversation. <laughs> so, um, so I was really, um, you know, tasked with helping um, the recruiting teams to tell that story of Northwest Arkansas and why it's great and all of those things. So um, I started putting together a lot of resources for them, like videos and, you know, just different web pages and things like that of here are some resources you can use when you're having conversations with a candidate to, you know, highlight Northwest Arkansas. And I was working on um, a really big video project. I think it's still on the Walmart Careers website actually now. Um, but I was working on this really big video project, taking a long time to go through because we know technology and filming, it just takes a really long time. And so the recruiters were pinging me and saying, Hey, like, when is this going to be done? I need some stuff. I need some resources. I need some help. And I said, well, it's not done yet, but let me put together this email. I'll send it over to you you know, Northwest Arkansas name to the top five places to live and where to take a candidate for lunch and different things like that. So I sent it over to them and they said, um, Hey, this is great. Could you send this over weekly? That'd be awesome. And I was like, <laughs> well, not my normal job, but sure, that's fine. <laughs> so I started sending it to them weekly and, um, unbeknownst to me, they started forwarding it to new people and friends of theirs internally and just, you know, just other friends in Walmart. So every time I would send it out, I would get emails back from people who were not on the list saying, Hey, could you add me to this list? And I said, okay, well, that's, that's great. And so it just started growing, which was great. And, um, eventually, you know, some senior members of Walmart leadership got on it. And then, outside people wanted to get on it. So I would have to blind copy them because they weren't in the system and it just, you know, kind of got bigger. And so, um, I ended up, this was, um, I guess it was early 2017, like around January, I was actually, um, going to leave my team and go to another role internally and, um, you know, was kind of saying, okay, this, this email is not going to be coming out anymore. I may move it to a personal blog. I had fun doing it. And prior to Walmart, I spent five years at um, a startup called Collective Bias, which worked with a lot oh, yeah. of bloggers. Yeah. So I was very familiar with blogging. So I was like, maybe I'll move it to a personal blog. You know, that would be fun. And um, someone reached out to me from um, our parent company now. Our parent company is Runway Group. And at the time, it was just a couple of people. And they said, Hey, we really liked what you were doing um, with, you know, this email, do you think you could come and work at runway group and build something like that here and, you know, make it public and especially for young professionals who are moving to the region and, you know, things like that. And I said, Well, I mean, I've worked in a startup before, I really liked that environment. Sure, let's let's go for it. And so um, March of 2017, uh, moved over to Runway Group, started with research. And I did a focus group of about 60 of my friends and former coworkers and things like that. And just said like, hey, I'll feed you lunch. Can you give me some feedback? <laughs> and, um, and ask them, you know, would you want an app, a website? Do you want this customized? Like, you know, what would you want um, in a platform like this? And then just built Leisure List based on that. So um, we launched in December 2017. We now have 
app, website, um, social media channels, Instagram and Facebook being the biggest, uh, the weekly podcast and the weekly email. And then in normal non-COVID times, we do um, a weekly um, or a monthly event called Leisureless After Five. That's kind of like a happy hour kind of get together. Mm-hmm. And then um, Bark Bash in the summer, which is all things dogs, um, all in one place. So dog vendors, off-leash play areas, you know, things like that. So hopefully next year we'll be able to bring more of those back. Um, the Leisureless After Five events, we have taken virtual or socially distant. So those are still there. They just look a little, little bit different than they used to. Yeah, absolutely. That's... That's so cool. I've actually wanted to know the story of Leisure List for quite a while. That's really awesome. That's so cool. And I I love the fact that you solved a problem uh, ahead of time. And that's what it turned into. Not just, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it being like, hey, I have this idea and now I'm going to jump and then we're going to try to figure it out. It's like, no, you you built it pretty much ahead of time, like validated your product before you obviously took it to market, mm-hmm. I guess, if we're going to put it in those terms. But uh, that's really cool. And a lot of lot of insight on the back end, especially being able to know exactly what people are doing. I don't, we don't, at least in our world, we don't hear about focus groups too yeah. much. So mm-hmm. that's really cool that uh, you oh, did that ahead of time. I Googled a lot because, you know, they're so <laughs> old school that yeah, I was like, yeah. well, what do I do here? And I, I got a conference room, I videotaped them and I would do like 10 at a time and just the same questions. And you know, lead into different questions. And I just said, I want to hear this from, from real users. And so they, they really shaped the initial focus group initially shaped it. And then we, we try to get constant feedback now as well. So we try to survey after every event or talk to our users on Instagram or, you know, Hey, if we give you a gift card, could you just give us some feedback? Because, um, we just constantly want to iterate and and be um, that go-to resource. And if you need something that we don't have, please let us know. And, you know, we want to solve that. So we're yeah. constantly asking for feedback. It always helps us. Yeah, I love that. And that's... Uh... That kind of goes into our next question too, about what makes you guys unique. And I, I'll say this, at least from my um, fanboy of your brand is really the, the, uh, the design aspect. You guys really have phenomenal designers. I don't know if that's you or if that's somebody on your team too. You guys do a great job of really using design well. Um, But what makes it, what makes you guys more unique uh, than, than anything yeah, and thank you. Our um, design team, actually, design and development is a local um, studio called Matchstick Studio. Oh, so, yeah, um, yeah. We actually They're on our partnered list, with actually. <laughs> yeah, so Austin and Jordan, they actually do our podcast as well. So they nice, manage nice, our yeah. podcast and recording. So um, they have their own podcast too. And um, so we started working with them and actually another development team from the very start. And then they eventually took over our development as they grew in their agency. But um, the design is something that we were really intentional about from the beginning. Mm. We wanted to be um, a platform that was images first and kind of text later. So you've noticed it on Leisureless where we lead with a great photo. We actually don't um, put any photos as much as possible. No photos that have text over them or graphics or things like that because those are great but the image is what you're really going to click on. So we Mm. want to represent whether it's a venue or an event or a great 
like meal item or things like that, we want to have a great photo first so that our users will click on that and then they can learn more with the text. Um, we were actually inspired in our design. Um, initially, you know, Matchstick sent me a list and said, okay, what are your favorite apps? What are your favorite websites? What do you find really pretty? What do you engage with? And so we just went through this big exercise and we were inspired by, you know, Instagram, Airbnb's app, like different things like that. And we actually, um, we have some new updates that are coming up um, in the next couple of weeks. We're, we're going through the dev kind of seeing, seeing what we can break first before we put it live so that we yeah. can make all of the changes. Um, and we were going through and said, okay, we really like the Airbnb, you know, their new filter piece. So what can we learn from that? Make it work on our platform. Because if we're going to use another app or another website, and we really like a feature off of it, we can be inspired by that to create, you know, something on Leisureless. And I would say in terms of uniqueness too, um, you know, what we try to do is we try to customize our content as much as possible for our users. So if they go in, they create an account, they tell us what they're interested in. We are going to give them back, you know, events that match your interest, venues, um, what's new, you know, things like that. And we, what we really love hearing from people is you helped me discover something that I didn't know was in my own backyard. We hear that um, a lot with, especially smaller restaurants or food trucks, you know, we, we love the bigger ones and we, we do promote, you know, them as well. But those smaller places like the food truck that's in the alleyway across from your office that you've already always been curious about, you know, ask us about it, or maybe we're, we're highlighting them um, so that you can go and get that great food as well. So that's what we really love hearing from people um, that's kind of unique with Leisure List is helping you discover something new every single day. Well, we're very blessed, or I say blessed, we're very blessed to have like five taco trucks or or food trucks around us. Yeah, we have the Purple Banana, the Spud Doctors. We have the amazing... Mm -hmm. We don't have tacos. No, I said food truck. I'm just always thinking about tacos. (laughs) Every food truck should have some sort of taco to offer, I think, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Uh, I agree. But yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. And and it is, it's great because you don't really know Mm -hmm. if it's good or not and you don't, you Mm -hmm. know, what the experience is. You can take some reviews and stuff, but it's, it's great that you guys are providing that that insight as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, um, we've actually started on the podcast and email a new section called what's new. So some of them we may not awesome. even know about yet, but we'll say, Hey, here's what we know about it. And we, we joked about this on the podcast a couple weeks ago, but, um, a lot of the time, the what's new section is me driving around town and I see like a new food truck and I go and snap a picture of it and Google it later or look up their Facebook and just do a lot of digging. And the team makes fun of me because I am a master sleuther to figure out what is this new business? What is coming? Where, you know, where is this going to be? And we can kind of share that with our users and say, Hey, something around the corner from you is coming. Get really excited about it. And our community is continuing to grow. And especially during pandemic times, that's really mm-hmm. important um, that we wanted to highlight is, hey, there are some amazing new businesses that are doing so many cool things. Please go out and support them if you feel comfortable doing so. So um, Absolutely. That, yeah, that whole eat local yeah. and, and supporting local businesses, that's, mm-hmm. I mean, what a great resource for them, for you guys to be promoting them as well. That's, that's fantastic. 
Yeah, I love that. I love the culture here that, you know, promoting that local local flavor, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Um, so we're about all things social media here. Um, so yeah. how do you guys use social media um, to connect with your fans? Um, I would say probably our biggest social media channel is Instagram by far. Um, we, we post every single day on Instagram, usually, um, a few stories sharing, you know, what we're doing, what we're loving. Um, we actually just started this past weekend, a new series where, um, a member of our team or one of our leisureless insiders, like one of our writers is going to take over the account for the weekend and show, you know, what are your favorite things to eat, see, and do. So I actually took it over this past weekend and, you know, everything that I would do on a normal weekend, going to the farmer's market, going to get, you know, breakfast, different things like that. I was just able to kind of highlight that. Um, and then another member of our team will take it next weekend and the next weekend and things like that. And just, we love to use our social media to give that insider view of, you know, here's what, here's what our view looks like. Here's what we're loving. Here's thing, a thing that you need to know about. Like looking at the time, probably in about 30 minutes, we'll have a post going out. That is Halloween weekend what's happening for Halloween weekend. What are the events? If you are staying in, you know, where the drive-by trick-or-treating spots, like different things like that. So we really, we want to use our social media to be not only informative, but also just fun and just lighthearted. And, you know, we, um, we want to make sure that people feel informed, but they also get really excited about what's happening. And, um, and we're lucky that we, we do get some insider like early access to some things as well. So if it's Crystal Bridges or the momentary, if we can showcase that and get you really excited about going um, to Crystal Bridges where you haven't been in a while, that's part of our goal is just getting people excited about what's happening in Northwest Arkansas. Yeah. I, I love how you guys are using the individual perspective too Mm. with that because everybody does something different and so and that really makes your your stories which are supposed to be very personal that personal connection that definitely make that that even more apparent because hey this is me i'm showcasing this and we're going here and this is what my family does i think that's fantastic we uh we do a little bit of that here with our different team members as well um not to the level you guys are doing it but i will say Ava, our one of our uh, content coordinators, she does a lot of uh, TikTok because I'm really trying. I'm just too old. I'm really trying to get into TikTok. I'm with you. I don't get it. <laughs> I like I have tried and Stephanie on my team who runs our social media, like totally gets it. And our interns totally get it. Even my yeah. fiance, who is not great at any other social media, he just watches videos. He doesn't create one, but he has, yep, you yep. know a TikTok to watch them. And, but me, I just, I don't know, maybe I'm just Instagram stories. I just, I will that's watch a I funny TikTok. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where oh, I yeah. am. So <laughs> I'm with you on that. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. And that, that does highlight each individual personality though. That's really cool mm-hmm. that, you know, obviously, you know, it's almost like an Instagram takeover, a platform takeover. And so, mm-hmm. um, I, but I think that's great. It's kind of utilizing those strengths. So. Yeah, no, that's, that's absolutely awesome. Um, so when you're not highlighting new businesses, which is, it's very exciting that in our area, there's such a plethora of them, <laughs> but mm-hmm. how do you come up with like fresh content when there's not like a new business opening up for like new articles or for posts on social media? 
Yeah, it's actually interesting. We um, we have a content meeting now every single week on Friday. It used to be once a month. Now it's every week, especially with the <laughs> pandemic. And yeah. what we kind of you know go through is um, what what are we thinking about right now? You know, what is the weather going to be? What are we thinking about? Like, for instance, as we've all been talking about, it's been raining for how many days now? And so we anticipated that. We knew the weather was coming. So we started putting together our article on the best soup spots in Northwest Arkansas. So where's the best place to find soup? We know you're craving soup right now. Um, Then Indian food, also warm and comforting. So we put that article out. Um, we actually have an article on rainy day activities that we repurposed during the pandemic as well when people were, you know, completely confined to their homes and said, okay, it's the same thing for a rainy day, pretty much. How can you entertain yourself while you're in your home and those type of things? Um, so that's what we really think about is what are we thinking about right now? What type of content are we looking for? And then more importantly, what are our followers looking for? So Halloween, we knew Halloween was coming up. Everybody is going to be asking what is happening for Halloween. So we put together those articles. Um, And we'll actually have one coming out probably late November, early December on um, heated patios because people are preferring patios right now. A lot of local restaurants are putting heaters on their patio. So, um, so we're going to have that come out as well because it's something that we would be thinking about as well. So we know that our followers will be thinking about that too. That's super smart. I, that's actually, I, I feel way more comfortable, especially going out to eat if they have an outdoor option, which has been great Mm -hmm. since the weather has been great, but obviously getting colder, it's like, are these still going to be a thing or are we going to have to huddle up inside? Like, what does that look Mm -hmm. like? And I, I love that you guys are that you know, able to be versatile, right? So where it's like, this is what's happening this week. Like, hey, let's go ahead and hit it. Or or we know, hey, in a couple of weeks, this is coming up rather than, um, I think that's great for anybody who's out there producing content or trying mm-hmm. to make sure that you're resonating with your audience is the fact that like, hey, we know this is what's happening in the world right now, not just on a general basis, but like very specific to our area. Um, and so mm-hmm. I love that you guys are paying attention to that detail and then solving those problems for them ahead of time, even before you even probably knew that you had the, <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, it is getting yeah. cold. Like, am I going to eat us? Oh, hey, there's a heated patio list. Oh, that's great. I mm-hmm. you know, need that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think exactly. it's so great to be in the mindset of your consumer and like who's your fan and everything. Because I think often, especially in those content meetings, which we have as well, it's so easy to talk about what you want to talk about. Um, but mm-hmm. that's not going to resonate with your audience. They need to know about heated patios. I've thought about that so much. Uh, when I'm picking up my kids from school, we're not allowed in the buildings anymore. So we have to stand outside. Oh yeah. While they yeah. Like, <laughs> do runners. And I thought this is only yes. going to last for so long before I'm a popsicle. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And if, if there's the something um, like that, we, we may not have expertise in, for instance, we work with writers on that as well. So like, like you mentioned with kids, um, no one on my team currently has children. So us talking about like kid-friendly patios, probably not the best fit. So <laughs> we will reach out to a group of writers that we work with or one particular writer and we'll say, hey, we know that you have you know, two kids under five. You're probably thinking about kid-friendly patios. Would you be willing to write this article? And then they'll write that article because we are not experts in everything and we do not claim to be. So if there is something where 
we are weaker in, you know, finding that information or knowing that we're going to reach out to um, our friends and partners that are going to know that. Yeah. I love that. That's great. Especially that collaboration aspect. That's, that's Mm -hmm. really cool. Um, all right. So talk to us about the podcast is eat, see, do let's the leisure list podcast. You guys recently started that. Um, so when I say recently, was that the beginning of the year? It was, it was late January. Okay. So not so um, recent, but feels like it because we've only been in this year for three months. Right. So I know know, 2020 just started. Like I said something the other day, it was like, well, the last year, oh no, I mean, last week, like, it feels like a year, like it's just, <laughs> yes. been, I don't know what time is anymore. Exactly. But, um, yeah. So, uh, the podcast is called Eat, See, Do with Leisure List. Um, it's every single week. We typically put it out on Monday. Um, sometimes it goes out, it will hit your feed on Tuesday, which you guys know, like, Apple podcast, it might hit on Tuesday, Spotify might hit on Monday. So we load it in on Monday, but, um, it's basically about 30 minutes long. Um, and it's four different segments. It's what to eat, what to see, what to do and what's new in the area. And we kind of pick a theme every week. So like what to eat, um, this week might be brunch. And we talk about a couple of our favorite brunch spots, what to see and do might be, you know, holidays coming up at the Walton Art Center or go on this hike out at Devil's Den. And, you know, we're kind of thinking about seasonality with those as well. And then um, what's new is two new places in town. So it could be a restaurant, it could be a shop, it could be new exhibits at Crystal Bridges, just something that is new and exciting that we think you would want to know about. So, um, So it's hosted by... Myself and then Stephanie um, on our team, she runs our social media and then our events as well. And we record the podcast um, roughly a week in advance. I say roughly because um, we typically (laughs) record on a Tuesday, make edits by Friday, you know, post it by Monday. And there are a few times we're able to do it ahead if we, you know, are able to plan those out. But we run into a few issues, um, especially with larger events. They may not be announced yet. So we want to be as relevant as possible and, um, and just get those scripts written early. So, um, so sometimes we may have our monthly calendar of we think this is what we're going to be talking about. And then we change <laughs> it, you know, as we get closer to it, because things are always changing here, which is great. But, you know, you just have to have that ready for over 40. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love that. Uh, I mean, obviously, you guys, your events are constantly changing, but that kind of goes to your culture. Like what we talked about before, you guys are just very fluid. Like you're back and forth, obviously adapting to change very quickly because mm-hmm. you have to. Um, yeah. I think that that And that's especially phenomenal. during the pandemic, that was oh, more yeah. apparent than ever. I mean, we, you know, we started sharing daily governor updates because it's important to our users and where to get masks locally because it's important to our users and PPE mm-hmm. and you know, things that we never thought we would do, but it's vital information to our users and our followers. And, um, and even, you know, when everyone was inside, we were sharing Netflix recommendations and books, but, but trying to do a spin of, Hey, if you are going to watch Netflix, maybe order popcorn from this local popcorn vendor, or if you're going to read these books, here are some local bookstores where you can get it from. So we tried to, still bring in that local business element as much as we could while providing that, you know, that information that people wanted to know. So. Absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. 
Oh, I love that. I love utilizing all those things. There's so many ways that you can support local businesses. You just have to be kind of creative. Yeah. And I absolutely mm-hmm. love that. Um, so tell us what's next for Leisure List. Yeah. So um, we are actually launching our new view in the next, hopefully, two weeks. I say hopefully because um, we actually have to go through approval every single single time we do an app update with Apple. So you're kind of at the mercy of Apple's timing. So hopefully within the next two weeks. Um, but we're we're mainly revamping our Discover and our My List view. So it's still the same content. It's just a little bit easier for you to navigate and see everything all in one place. So rather than seeing the list of events, um, we'll have a section that is events you'll love. Then we'll have venues we're loving right now and what's new in town. And if you're a newcomer, here are newcomers guide. So it'll be a little bit more in different sections so that you can kind of explore more and filter down as needed. So um, that's going to be launching in probably the next two weeks. And then hopefully for the holiday season, um, we have some new merch coming out. So we have some new um, like 479 hats. Um, we have some new nice. t-shirts that are going to be coming out. So, and they're, they're designed, um, kind of in the mindset of representing Northwest Arkansas and there's a leisureless logo on there, but it's a lot smaller. So, um, we got inspired by a million different t-shirt companies locally, and then just kind of created our own design with matchstick. So I think, um, one of the hats will be in mid November, the other one kind of late November, and then the shirt should be in, in the next couple of weeks. So, um, nice. we've got those coming out, holiday guides, um, the heated patios, like I mentioned, that's going to be coming, um, new year's, you know, what to do for new year's depending on where we're at, <laughs> what are you yeah. going to do for New Year's? <laughs> um, and yeah, just just a lot of really uh, fun and exciting things. And then uh, in terms of our, our sponsors and our advertisers, we're creating a little bit more of a tiered system for them. So if they're you know smaller businesses, they have these resources they can just quickly turn on. If they're a larger company or like a local CPG team, they have these different options. So, um, yeah. so we're rolling those out as well. And then, um, yeah, we'll, as we get to the end of the semester in December, um, we'll bring on hopefully a new intern going into the spring semester as well. And a lot of people don't know this. Um, we have a separate leisureless college Instagram account that's for the U of A students specifically. I did not know that. I yeah. did. Yeah. Oh, that's, um, that. we started it maybe six months ago. Like it's, it's pretty new and, um, and we just were told by, a lot of our interns and college students just, Hey, a lot of the stuff is great, but it's in Bentonville and I'm not going to go to Bentonville right now, or I'm not 21 yet. So I can't go to the bar. (laughs) So what do I do here? So we created that account for them and um, we write some specific college articles like student discounts and, you know, things like that. So um, we'll bring in some more college takeovers as well. Hopefully next semester, we're kind of, it's changing a lot on campus of being on and off campus. So it's hard to nail down things, but um, hopefully next semester we can do some more uh, campus takeovers on that account as well. And just a day in the life of college students and where they add on the U of A campus and and different things like that. So um, yeah, lots of exciting things coming 
more family content is coming. So, you know, with kids, what to do with um, kid activities and different things like that. And just we're, um, we're averaging around three new articles a week on Leisure List. So there's wow. always something new, which is a lot to write. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're, you know, we just work with a, a great team and, um, and our team is actually really small. It's, um, it's myself and two other full-time team members. And then we have two interns and that's it. Wow, so goodness. we have to manage our time efficiently. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah, lots of good stuff coming and, um, and me personally, um, I'll be out for a couple of weeks, um, in kind of mid November. So we're planning for that, um, with my upcoming wedding and then yes, yeah. I have a mini honeymoon. So, um, so yeah, it's a lot of exciting stuff. That is awesome. That's awesome. Well, I just love the fact too, you guys are so focused on the user experience and making mm-hmm. sure that their problems are solved. And that's putting, you're putting that ahead of, of anything else, which I think is, is phenomenal. And we talked about the design aspect and so many cool things you guys are doing. What, where can people follow you if they don't, they didn't know about you, but now they do like, where can they get involved, follow you on your, all your accounts? Uh, what are all the mm-hmm. handles? Yeah. So, um, the easiest place to find us is, um, leisurelist.com or at leisurelist on Instagram, Facebook, you know, anywhere. And leisurelist is, um, it's a little bit of a weird spelling. It's L E I S U R L I S T. So if you just look up leisurelist, you Google it, um, you'll find the website, Instagram, Facebook, everything all in one place. And, and it was intentionally misspelled um, for the trademark. It's a lot easier to get a trademark when you have like a mishmash of words. It's a lot more unique. Yeah. And it, it just kind of works for us now. But um, but that's why the, <laughs> the leisure is missing an E. It's intentionally misspelled. Well, I'm the worst yeah. at grammar. So that was, uh, I, I don't think I ever noticed that at all. Every time I type it in, I'm just assuming this is how you yeah. spell leisure. It's fine. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, hey, Kara, yeah. thank you so, so much for joining us today. And then obviously all the words of wisdom to uh, help our audience out as well. And I encourage you guys to go uh, check out Leisure List. Make sure you guys um, look it up there and we'll have all the links um, to everything that uh, Jerry's talked about here on our show notes at GoRogueX.com. Check out the podcast there. And uh, until next time, we will see you guys next week. Thanks. All right, rapid fire time. Lauren, are you ready? I think I'm ready. All right, let's do this. All right. What is your least favorite beverage? Gojera. Um, <laughs> sparkling water. Oh, really? Can't. I hate Topo Chico, any of that stuff. It's I I deal with like heartburn, so it irritates uh, my yeah. like system. But I don't really see the appeal of the majority of them. Everyone else loves them. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I think that's pretty much what we run on here. Coffee and yeah. some type of sparkling flavored water. I run on coffee like crazy. Coffee yeah. is like my drink. So, yeah. The only probably thing my I, least favorite. <laughs> I had the appeal of when I was in Iceland. All these people hate my Iceland stories because I say I talk to them all the time. <laughs> when I was in Iceland, they talk about it being gassed. Like, you want your mm-hmm. water regular or gassed? 
I was like, yes. <laughs> what does yeah. that mean? The sparkling is like carbonated. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Odd way to put it, but okay. I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. Your favorite or least favorite. My least favorite, gin and tonic. Oh, yeah. Really? Ooh, yeah, I'm with you on like, that. It's like my wife's yeah. favorite. So you guys cannot. I know. I've told her, but so it's my funny. mother-in-law's favorite too. And <laughs> like, we've tried her drink. We're like, okay, I, I, I'm going to try it. And it, it just, it's so gross. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm with you. I'm not a fan yeah. of it either. It's all probably right. the tonic water. <laughs> it's the tonic water for me. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so mine is, a, is not a, a, a common opinion, but it's Dr. Pepper. I hate Dr. Pepper. What? I cannot stand exactly. It's, it's an so uncommon good. opinion. Oh. Even Abigail, she's mm-hmm. like, no, I just cannot. <laughs> it's too syrupy for me. For some reason, all I can taste is like the syrup. So, but have you tried Diet Dr Pepper? Because that's delicious. Diet Dr Pepper is much. Oh, <laughs> uh, I know. I know. I'm on an island by myself. Yeah, yeah that's okay. It's okay. All right. Second question. All right. What was the last film you watched? Everyone, get on your thinking. Mm. Um, it's like you watched a movie yeah it's like was that a movie does netflix count um oh yeah yeah. (laughs) actually i just finished up um the netflix series away i think is what it's called the one with um hillary swank and they're like the first mission to mars it's really good okay so good it's it's a it's like a nail biter on the edge of your seat like suspense but it's a really really good series i would highly recommend that okay um that's on my list now oh i was wondering i needed a recommendation for it because yeah it's really good uh go ahead lauren i can't really remember a movie is (laughs) like you put these together no ava did this one but uh yeah. <laughs> okay. So the last movie movie I watched, which I walked into it and sat down, my wife was already watching. Like not the a Hamilton. theater. No. Okay. It's not a movie. It's a, well, it's a wonderful, yeah, wonderful yeah. show. Uh, but no, it was um, oh, now it's completely lost the name of it. But it, it was the I'm gonna tell you, it is a weird concept. So it's Daniel Ratcliffe. Who is you know was Harry Potter or whatever? Yep. But he's like in like this gamer world. It, it's like super like fighting. Like he's all of a sudden it's like this oh, webcam show where he's running through. It's yes. on Prime. It is yeah. super weird, mm-hmm. very weird. But he gets into the weird stuff now. But um, there's quite a few like kind of bigger name people in it too. But he's running around is basically trying to survive. No, it's not. <laughs> Uh, but he's like trying to survive and like he's supposed to kill the other person that's chasing yeah. him. But they like bolt like guns to his hand. Like he didn't want to do this. And he was in like the dark web. It's, it's crazy. Oh my gosh. Um, I feel like my fiance would love that. He oh, loves I'm sure kind of like yeah. weird shows. Like he yes. would absolutely love that. So and I'll it, tell him about that. <laughs> it was like a very like, um, I don't know, like they did a lot of breaking the fourth wall type stuff too. And there's some, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I'll think of the name of it afterwards. Oh, we'll link to it in the show notes. Don't you guys worry. Yeah. All right, last movie. Go, Lauren. Do it. I do it I, now. Does a documentary count? Yeah. <laughs> yeah count count. Count. No. Yeah, I would count if a Netflix show can count. I there would say a documentary. There you yeah. go. So I don't watch a lot of movies. So I guess the last documentary I watched was actually The Social Dilemma. Okay. So yeah. I've been meaning to watch that. I'm kind of scared to watch it because we I know, too. like, yeah. but I know I need to watch it. You're in this space, though. That's what's weird. It's anybody who's in this world kind of already knows about the stuff. Yeah. That, you know, 
But I think for a completely just green person who has zero idea, it is mind blowing. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it was, it was okay. And it didn't change my thought a little bit, but yeah, Yeah, I think, I think I would always like caution people like, Hey, this is a docudrama. Yeah. It's not Mm -hmm. an actual documentary. So all the dramatic, like music or whatever Mm -hmm. with the illustrated algorithm person, actor (laughs) who represents the algorithm. Uh, yeah, that was interesting. Um, so yeah, so that wasn't my it was fine. I, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. We have mixed opinions on all of the rapid fire stuff. Well, thank you guys. And we are out. Griffin, uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. <laughs>